Hello, this Misty. Hello. <laughs> Hello, this is Lisa Rusty. And Misty Lore. With the podcast, we are all psychic. And guess what? We have an amazing guest. There's Nathan. And Nathan, would you like to say hello? And he did say hello, I think, when I was talking. We are all talking over each other, listeners and watchers. This is a video podcast on Spotify. We haven't been able to stop talking to each other. But first of all, as though we had never spoken, Nathan, do you think we're all psychic? I absolutely think we're all psychic. We're born with the gift. We're supposed to hear spirit. It's like we have physical senses. We have spiritual senses. Most people just shut them off. Yes. So how did you get to that conclusion? Have you always felt that way? Um, I've always felt a little bit different. I was raised in a very traditionally Pentecostal house. Um, So not only did I have to learn to nurture my own gifts, but I had to overcome the belief that I was evil for having them. Um, yeah. ranging from being a, a young child and seeing people's auras and uh, having somebody prominent in my life say you shouldn't be seeing those let's not talk about that all the way to mm-hmm. being told that I was hearing demons because I heard spirit um, you know so so between being different as a child and not being nurtured in that uh, yes every child is gifted every human is gifted and it is our responsibility as parents to make sure that they are able to embrace those gifts yes. not be afraid of them I agree, agree, agree. Agree. And and so when that was happening to you, did you did you kind of say, no, I know what that's I know what's happening? Or were you confused? So I told uh, my mother that I had the Bible shoved down my throat so far as a child that when I was old enough to think for myself, I puked it up all over her. Um, so it went from being raised in a school where I had to memorize the entire book of James in the fourth grade, um, to, you know, finding my own path when I started going into the, uh, an ability in the public school to experience some people around me that had some similar beliefs and were just starting out, but they had adults around them that would nurture those beliefs. Parents, older siblings started to get my feet wet and I found my path. And what is your path? I'm so curious. What, what do you consider your path? I consider it to be just just my own path, my beliefs and spirituality. I don't put myself in a box. I hate boxes. I always have. Um, so, you know, I, I nurture my relationship with spirit. I worship uh, creator as I see creator, which is androgynous, neither male nor female, but both um, and and do what I can every day to strengthen that relationship. And in that, I feel that it's my responsibility to help other people do the same thing, working as a a professional advisor and intuitive um, and also passing along uh, gifts that I've learned along the way, uh, esoteric skill sets. Um, I went through uh, hypnosis training through Hypnosis Motivation Institute in Tarzana, California, because of an exploration in altered states of consciousness, realizing the deep and profound healing that we can have through tapping into those deeper levels of our mind we can release yes. so much so it's just building a toolbox and becoming proficient in the tools that spirit leads us to pick up whether it's using actual tools astrology runes tarot or whatever else or techniques like meditation or hypnotherapy or transcendental meditation which is different um yoga could be considered a tool because if you speak oh, yeah. to yogis Yoga and hypnosis or meditation go hand in hand. Oh, yeah. Right? They, they, they're like two hands on the same body or two sides of the same coin. Yeah. So it's our responsibility to nurture our mind, our body, and our spirit through our diligent education and through sharing with other people. 
That yeah. is, you you are hypnotic well when said. you speak. I, I don't know if you like took that on from your class or had it already. While you were speaking, I, I just kept looking and looking. And then suddenly I was just like, I, I I'm in there, that. you know? <laughs> I go on TikTok lives pretty frequently and I just offer readings as a service to, to connect with people. Um, I don't, you know, demand $5 for a card or anything, just sharing information and sharing energy and space. And a lot of people say that. Um, I attribute that to uh, me having uh, four of my astrological planets in Capricorn and three of them in Aquarius. So I just have a very interesting. <laughs> What's your I've sun sign? And your, what are your top three, sun? So my sun sign, my moon sign, and my Venus are in Aquarius. My rising sign is a Leo. So I'm good at talking to people. Uh, but then I've got uh, Saturn, Uranus, uh, Neptune, and... Another one in Capricorn, Jupiter and Mars are in Taurus. Very, very, very Earth. Yeah, Uh, mine's real earthy too. Yeah. It's a grounding effect, you know, just a grounded, grounded energy, which is good because in today's society with all the hustle and bustle and the rush and everything that we do, what do we need more of not being grounded? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, when, when you... Like, when did you kind of just start doing your own thing? How old were you? Did you kind of escape the Pentecostal? Or did you just kind of stop going? Or did you? um... Um, Yeah, I I was like 12 or 13 when I started studying uh, and and growing and learning and and seeking, uh, really, is is what the word would be. Um, But I still had to, like, go to church and stuff. So uh, I would find ways to get out of of the sermon, go teaching preschool. So got the the devil worshiper teaching the kids. Uh, Or or eventually I was able to just make the decision at, like, 16. My mom said, hey, don't you don't want to stay home. Uh, And at that point, I was able to do so. Yeah. So what did your mom think about that? Or what you're doing now? What does she think about what you're doing now is what I meant. So so now, you know, fast forward 30 years, um, she she actually is in alignment with a lot of my beliefs because she broke out of the church herself, started studying things, started learning things. Awesome. um, You know, and, and in that she realized that. Uh, a lot of the doctrine is is constricting. It, it isn't intended to bring you closer to your creator. It's intended to create layers and separate you from that creator. Yeah, that's how yeah. a lot of the churches in the South are. The yeah. South. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Especially like the Southern Baptist Church. Can oh, separate. You can't talk to God. Yeah, yeah you can't right. talk to God. You have to talk to, to the priest or the pastor. Yeah. You, you bet. You God, bet. You're like not allowed to, you know. So, you know. When, when, when we're working, when we're offering services, when we're, when we're delivering messages, whether it be through channeling and mediumship or, or through interpretation of cards, um, what are we doing if not talking to God? Right. Mm, so, yeah. so there's this, um, exactly. there's a bunch of books in the Bible that were not included in the Bible and they call it the Gnostic Apophica. Yes. Uh, and one of these books is the book of Thomas. And I believe yes. it's, Either Thomas 111 or 112, it's uh, that the exact quote says, and Jesus said, uh, the spirit of God is not found in buildings of brick and stone, but in you and all around you. Split a piece of wood and there you will find me lift a stone and I am there, right? Spirit is within everything and within everybody. And, and mm-hmm. we have this beautiful opportunity as, as human beings and conduits to connect with it. 
whether you're connecting with uh, a canine friend that you've chosen to cohabitate with or a cat or a spider or whatever. Or mm-hmm. just go spider or a wiener dog. Right. Yeah. You know, it's spider wiener dog. Yeah. She has with three wiener dogs, and I have two cats. And a listeners and watchers, uh, this have, is a tarantula. I have a wiener dog, Mildred. Uh, <laughs> oh, then, oh my god! So we're that awesome. wonderful. Uh, That's so, all we're so, going to talk about. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. And then I have uh, my my boy. His name is Zoltan. He's half a uh, Elkhound quarter Akita and a quarter Husky. So he's everybody's buddy. Oh, and he just looks like a little wolf. Um, so, uh, so, so Mildred is actually more of, of my wife's companion, and my wife is a little five foot Irish girl, uh, very, yeah. very mouthy, uh, and yeah. and I'm more quiet and grounded. So our dogs are perfect reflections of our personality. Oh, so, yes. that's so awesome! Yes. yes. So, does I'm your like- wife agree with us? She lived this lifestyle with you, or does she kind of have different beliefs, or? He has been talking to the dead since she was knee-high to a grasshopper. Honey. Wow. Um, so you have so a lot in common that way. It's hard to find someone to date or marry or anything like that. In absolutely. With these beliefs, who has the same thing happening all their lives, they even explored it, you know? Absolutely. Especially up here. We're, we're in such a secluded area. Like, our city has, like, 13,000 people. How'd you find each other? <laughs> yeah, really. I, um, so I'm a, a recovered narcotic addict, and I, I use the word uh, recovered intentionally. I, I feel that our words have power, and if I constantly put myself in the mindset of being in recovery, I will always struggle with my addiction. But if I declare being recovered over myself, which uh, at this point, um, you couldn't talk me into putting anything in my body that isn't yeah, of okay. the earth. Um, so I was... Just out of, of rehab, actually, uh, maybe for a couple of weeks. And I was hanging out with a, a couple of friends of mine who were exotic dancers. Uh, and it was April 20th, which was a holiday. Uh, yeah, that, I know what and, holiday that is. <laughs> so so that, that's a Michigan-wide holiday. Um, and mm-hmm. I, she had a store called Sacred Spirits. And she was doing tarot readings and doing massage therapy because she's a massage therapist. And I walked into her store uh, with, with these two exotic dancers and she looks at me and she goes, oh boy, there comes trouble. Uh, that She invited me over to her house the next day for a sacred fire. Uh, she's also trained in Peruvian shamanism. Um, so she was having a sacred fire ceremony and I came by myself and I bet you everybody did. <laughs> We spent um, we spent the next three days talking, seventy two hours. Didn't sleep, nothing. We just connected for three days. Uh, and gosh, that's romantic. I had a feeling you two had a romantic story when I saw your picture on Facebook. And we, I we guess, have a romantic. There's story chemistry that in that. There's chemistry. There's a lot of chemistry. She is thirteen years my senior. Um, so, so there were there were some things to overcome. You know, my my poor kids are actually stepkids uh, from a previous marriage. Uh, so so three daughters and a son. Um, and we've been together for about 14 years. Uh, we, we've, we've grown a lot, but um, we've walked together through lifetimes. We came together in this lifetime to do the same. Um, and that always comes with, with lesson, right? Yeah. Yes. Each other through fire mm-hmm. <laughs> sometime. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it, it's beautiful, though. And we love each other to death. It's just if we don't agree on anything, we agree on the fact that spirit is real and we are here to serve that spirit. That's really cool. And so the children, do they did they also embrace this kind of mindset or have they learned from you guys or did they walk their own paths or? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Um, 
so so they're all uh i guess you would consider indigo or crystal children they're star seeds um so i mean we had a very very active house growing up i'm cursed uh, so so i mean awesome. they're all gifted um in in various different ways um molly and carmela are more of like the the medium but but cynthia sh- that girl's a witch <laughs> <She's got laughs> energy like you wouldn't believe um noah uh he is very celestial he practices a lot of healing he actually works in the banking industry um so good for him um but he he's kind of gone into that i'm a young man mode and i'm just kind of getting my he'll get back to it he'll go back to he's, it. he's gonna loop back around you know he, he's got his feather box so he practices cleansing his home and you know the, the real fundamental basic things that he was yeah. taught he still carries that's really um, cool that's all you can do yeah that, that's Keep it you know yeah. give him the foundation and let them build on it themselves that's cool that's right. really cool so i hear that you have a very interesting story um of ups and downs about how you got into this so can you tell me can you start telling me some stories here i want to hear some stories (laughs) i just heard a story about him walking in with two exotic dancers and meeting his wife that's pretty interesting interesting that girl's that girl's got guts she asked him for the next day (laughs) relationship we were both very happy as single people but when two souls connect, whether you're ready for a relationship or not, it can be like lightning hitting water and it just happens. Yep. Right? And <laughs> Missy and I both know about that. It's <laughs> yeah. a thing, right? Um, so I, when I started getting my feet wet, um, I learned because, you know, as a young man, I was, I didn't fit in. So kids like kids that are like themselves. And when you're not like those kids, they reject you and they reject you hard. So I was very bullied, which seeded in me a lot of anger. Um, I didn't have a father figure. I I had my my sister and my mom raised me. My grandfather was kind of a father figure, but he was only there as much as he could be. Um, So as an angry young man, I had these spiritual gifts and aptitudes. I had people that were teaching me about esotericism and magic and all of these different things. I actually, I started down the Wiccan path. I mean, who who didn't at that age, right? Yeah. Um, But, you know, when, when one of my good teachers went off to college, uh, was passing a lot of stuff to me at that age i went straight down the let's hang out with the darker stuff let's um, start um yeah curiosity about it for, sounds like all your life uh, absolutely the the, mm-hmm. the curiosity was there but when you're broken and in pain the mm-hmm. dark it just comes to you the dark vibration it comes to you and it calls you and it gives you a taste um so right. i actually when i, I was trucking down that dark left-handed path for some years before i finally got things snapped to me and i i ended up going to rehab um i (laughs) i was uh a a distributor of of cannabis and it was not legal at that time um i was working at a nursing home and i got a call at three o'clock in the morning uh saying that the girl i was dating was dancing on a guy at the club so i left work and i went to the club and i drove down the one way the wrong way and up came a police car (laughs) this way oh Uh, no so I went to jail. Um, and then the judge, because my, my parents both worked for the city and for the state, um, my, my mom and her husband, um, we they, they were able to talk to a judge and say, hey, can you work out a deal? They said, go to rehab or go to jail. I went to rehab. I stayed there for eight months for the program. Wow. I, was, I went on staff. So I was there for a total of two years and then I left. 
left at 21, 22 years old, which is when I met my wife. And now, um, you know, I, I had detoxed myself. I had detoxed my mind. I had detoxed my body. And then I walk into this, <laughs> this woman who's a Peruvian shaman and there was no tolerance for unhealed energy, right? Yeah. Kids, uh, I'm trying to walk right myself. I will either have a healed man or I will have no man. Um, so she was actually uh, a catalyst in that healing process uh, for the first couple of years that, that we were together up until we were married. Um, and, and, you know, in that I found my healing path. I got back to my healing roots. I was able to root myself in working in the light with a great respect and appreciation for the dark. But because of my time there, um, I'm able to approach it in a different way. Uh, you and are. And, and you can also see when people are there, you can help them. Yeah. You can help them with what's going on that way. Not say, don't do, don't think that, don't do that. You know, you can help them sort through it. So they the light on the other end of the tunnel. Yeah. And, you know, and then they can use that wisdom to see it in other people. And, you know, absolutely. So, so like, um, I, I have a friend of mine who he really likes TikTok. Um, and there was this thing going around TikTok where people were talking about these goetic spirits, which people call demons, but not D-E-M-O-N, D-A-E-M-O-N, but they're the goetic spirits. Which, What's a goetic spirit? I'm not sure. Yeah. So have you ever heard of a book called The Keys of Solomon? No. Okay. So Solomon, the Are king, the, okay. the, the, the lesser and the greater key, we have these goetic spirits. And on TikTok, they're talking about, the, you know, working with these spirits. And, and my buddy comes and goes, what do you think about this? Because he always does that. And I said, don't touch it. Let me tell you why. Right. And, and he was able to get an education from an experienced person on why he shouldn't be listening to the people talking about it on TikTok. There's a lot of misinformation going around. And a lot of that information is going to pull people down paths that they don't need to go down. Um, I just so, hope I mean, people can trust their intuition enough not to dabble. Like I, I've known some younger people who seem to get, they dabble and they get bad energies or bad entities that get attached or they're invited in. You know, I've seen that. And it, you know, I don't even know. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know for sure what they're doing because they're only, say, 18 or something. And they don't know it's possibly something that could stay with them the rest of their lives, you know? Well, look at what uh, Hasbro did with with spirit boards, right? I know. Yeah. Yeah. But let's give these kids a gateway for a There's no instructions, like, like... Create a bubble of light, you know, around you and only invite a nice one. Nothing like that. It's just a board. Nothing like that, you know. <laughs> so it's it's really, really important that people, when they're playing with these tools, playing, I use that word loosely, that they know what they're doing, right? Yeah. It's not a game, not a toy. You don't play with it. You educate mm-hmm. yourself and you use it with efficacy, just like you don't play with the chainsaw. Right? You might <laughs> yeah. get your leg off. Uh, yeah. so or a cat. I don't know. <laughs> or dog. You, do you don't know. Of, Angela, um, you don't know. <laughs> no, right. We, we do a lot of uh, house cleansings and, and like purification and stuff like that for homes. People will call us in and, oh, you know, I, I'm having a haunting. So we were in uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin, which is like 90 miles from here. Um, And this house was shaped like a figure eight. It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Only place I've ever seen this. Try to like normally when you're like working with the spirit and you're trying to locate it, you can go through room by room and it's got corners. All of the rooms were circular. Very strange construction. 
So Weird. me and, and my wife go into this house and she's got a few of her students with her and they go this way and I go this way and I go into a room and this is this kid's room and I put my hand on the wall and I close my eyes and I get a vision of all of these entities standing around me in this room and I'm like, okay, that's not okay. Take my hand off the wall, go down the hall, find a door, open it up, go down the stairs, take a right, go into a room with all these like old metal shelves in the basement, stick my hand on the back of the shelf and pull out a spirit board and I look at the only of the house and i say where did you get this and why is it in your house and she goes well i have a son who lives with autism and his dad they were divorced keeps buying him these spirit boards because he wants them i'll get rid of them his dad will buy him another one so i just threw it in the basement this kid was using these boards and these spirits were telling him to do things like hurting animals and things like that that were just causing this energy to seep into this house stuff was flying off their shelves we got some really cool uh pictures of the house cleansing where you can see like light trails coming in and out of the candles and it's not like like you'd it's, see normal yeah, it's light not a flare or anything it's just, yeah it, it's just a line <laughs> a big bright line stuff. coming out of the candle right so so we cleansed this house uh we took the board we we took care of it and they haven't had a problem in seven years since we actually Did the kid get better so the kid was in prison unfortunately the, the kid ended up growing up because this had been going on for some years and at this point this he knew no different point, yeah uh what was incarcerated uh because he made some some poor choices but the mom firmly believes that um it's under the influence of, of external spirits that were attached because of, mm -hmm. of this activity that he wouldn't uh, stop doing. Um, and as we know, I mean, uh, individuals that live with autism, there's a wide spectrum of, of the ways that it can affect individuals. So, I mean, he, he was old enough and, and with it enough to make his own choices. And those were the choices he was making was, I, I want to dabble in this stuff. And it ended up just pulling him down a really bad road, unfortunately. Yeah. Which is mm -hmm. why this stuff should come with a warning label. Unfortunately, yeah. what, something I've about? also seen, something I've seen with some people, not may, not in that case, I don't think, but some people, the younger people get um, misled, let's say, mm -hmm. by other people who are older than them, who want them to either give them money or give them something or get something from them, bring them into their whatever congregation or whatever, you know, yeah. and, and they'll they'll tell them they can have this or that and they'll get in their heads and then you know i have seen a young man possessed and that was terrifying to me and i and I, something came out of me and i i flew <laughs> and stopped him from and and it was it was just, i don't even want to get into that story but it was it was the only time i've seen someone actually that i knew was had a demon in their body and yeah. they were looking at me through the eyes of the, the eyes were black it's you know, terrifying, it? it was, it's, it's, but it's, I was furious. I was so angry. It's not like me to be that kind of way. And with this person too. And I just flew across the room and got up in this person's face. And I was just like, I know what you are. And that's not like, I didn't know. I didn't think that was going on. It just came out of me, you know? So, so was that your spirit speaking to that spirit? Yeah, I think so. Higher spirit, you know, the, the, the other versions of yourself that are. Yes, it wasn't me. Questions. It wasn't the one I'm used to being. Yeah, it was something with a, a I was not talking to the person anymore. I, there was something there and something in me was coming out that wasn't usually out, <laughs> you know, yeah. I think it was like an angel or something coming to protect you. I don't uh, know, but I did fly across. I was sitting in a chair. I was sitting in that chair right there and I had an ottoman and I flew over the ottoman and landed in front of this person. 
and just started yelling. I mean, I just knew I had to protect the yeah. other person in the room. And yeah. I was just like, you know, it, it was a very strange experience. But that was really this someone who was influenced by somebody who wanted yeah. to see Brian. Yeah. What did that teach you about yourself, though? But like, when I'm real confused about the whole thing, but it gave me a lot of faith that I'm protected. How empowering, right? I I, I feel that I was terrified. You know, Weird things happened afterwards for for days, and then the whole time leading up to it, and a couple of days afterwards, a raven in the neighborhood was screaming its head off across the street from us, and then it did stop after that person moved on. Ravens are a bird of magic, so. so uh, up where we're at, we have um, a wide variety of, of spiritual beliefs, and, and there are um, some of the indigenous people uh, that I'm, I'm good friends with, and they're willing to discuss some spiritual things with me. Um, and they've talked to me about uh, working with different animal totems in some depth. And when you're talking about ravens and crows, ravens are the birds of magic, um, which if you like look into folk magic, one of the most powerful magical totems or, or amulets that you can have is a raven's foot. Um, and crows are are the bird of law. They carry with them the medicine of law and order and equality. What's a um, hawk? I see. I've been seeing hawks all the time for a couple of years now. All the time, everywhere. I saw a flock of hawks of about forty of them in the road one time. Sure, hawks are all about sight. Sight. Right? So, so, so you're psychic, right? Professionally, we all are. Right? <laughs> yeah, professionally, yeah. But, but you exercise that gift. So, so why wouldn't um, an animal with a totem that that really operates off of sight and second sight be following you and working with you? Yeah, they see me first. It feels like they see me first, and they come drive. Like I usually see them when I'm driving or standing. But if I'm driving, sometimes sometimes they'll fly right next to the window and you know a shadow, or make sure their shadow crosses my car. They like to do that stuff. Yeah, I, I, I feel that spirit really, um, they speak to us uh, all, all the time, numbers or through animals or, um, you know, numbers. in the clouds, uh, numbers. I mean, it's, it's sounds, birds. Uh, we just had a podcast, yes, named, um, was it Cinnamon? And yeah. I think she was saying, or maybe, maybe it wasn't her. I don't know. Like somebody was saying recently on a podcast that the, it wasn't, I don't think it was Cinnamon, that the natural world's always, well, was, maybe it's Granddaughter Crow. I don't know. But she was saying the natural world is always watching us. We're not watching it, but it is always watching us. Everything mm-hmm. in the world is watching us. That's and each other. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. So it might have yeah. been. Yeah. That's profound. Yeah, it is. It's kind of strange to think about. You know, they're really, they're all in touch and we're not even paying attention. Yeah. Well, know, it's so people. true. Yeah. Well, so it begs the question of while the natural world is watching us, what do they see? I wonder. Yeah. I wonder. Right? Yeah. You know, um, they don't come I, up I, too close very often unless they do want to tell us something, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Make your presence known. Um, it's it 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 evokes a lot of thought you know um and i'm not a person that believes that we're just here once and then we're done Uh, i feel that we walk here multiple times Um, that was one of my favorite parts about my clinical hypnotherapy practice because i I had an office where uh, i worked underneath doctors and whatnot but i also saw private clients that would come to me for for different things yeah one of those past life regression yeah so, oh that's so, my I mean, favorite topic i could talk uh, about that all night but so much fun 
So, so when you take a 50-year-old man who's a skeptic and you put him into trance and you have him regress into his past and yeah. his cords tighten up and he sounds like a 13-year-old girl when he's talking to you, <laughs> what is happening? I you know? know. Oh, I love it. I love it, it. It's great. To me, it's great. I mean, you have to, you have to do, you, everybody needs to do it. Everybody does. Yeah. So I've never been it under hypnosis. I've never done it under hypnosis, but I would like to. I think everybody should do it, you know, in it's order to find out incredible. what you did in the past so you can help your future right now. Yeah. 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 You know, it's I incredible. Do. So I um I had an individual that I worked with, um, and she was a chiropractor, uh, but with a spiritual flair, and she also practiced acupuncture. Suffered with chronic migraines um and had affected eyesight. Uh wasn't sure why. Right. So she comes to me because a medical doctor can't answer the question. And anytime somebody comes to me with something medical, it's like, you need to get a release from your doctor. I'm not going to try to take away your migraines unless your doctor can't figure out why they're there. Period. Yeah. Good. Um, so, yeah. so we put her into, uh, into state um, and she regresses back. And when you ask the, the spirit, all right, we're going to find out the source of this problem. It will take you to the, to the root point. Um, so she got shot through the eye with an arrow, right? And and when wow. you speak to the spirit and say, no, I want you to take that trauma and leave it in the past and come back and leave that there, migraines have yep. been gone ever since. Years. Yep. Years, migraines have been gone and her eyesight mm -hmm. improved. Yes, <laughs> right? right? So, See, that's so what I'm you, saying. Yeah, you, no. you've got to do it. Yeah. You, you have to do it. And everybody like some people might say i can't go into hypnosis that's crap everybody goes into hypnosis you go into hypnosis multiple times a day every single day i'm in a trance day. right now <laughs> always I believe it. always well we go into trance when when we're reading for people right we call definitely it i don't remember right? anything from readings hardly ever unless a exactly. guy reminds me when they call again or i'm reading for them again yeah, um, that that that's your alpha state. So our brain has four main levels. It's like the gears of a car, right? We have delta, we have theta, we have alpha, and we have beta, which we're using right now, kind of. <laughs> right, we're bobbing in and out of it. Um, yeah. But when you go down into alpha, you you become more sensory aware of, of your spiritual surroundings, the, the energy around you, and your awareness of it gets heightened. Yeah. Right? When when you're doing a walkthrough on a house and you're reading the energy of something and you're going into that alpha state, that's exactly what you're doing. You're tuning your brain down. Your your body is awake, your mind is awake, but it's it's in a lower gear. Theta, your body is asleep. That's technical hypnosis, but your mind is awake. Uh, delta is deep REM sleep. Right. So so a, a hypnotherapist or a hypnotist will drop you down into theta to get you to do real, real change work. But, you know, it was going into alpha states that got me interested in hypnotherapy and how to do this on purpose. How can I cause my brain to go down and, and just go down deeper and go down deeper into these states? Yeah, how do you do that? Breath work is, okay. is the first and foremost, right? So, so if you're sitting in your and you allow your breath to find a sinuous pattern, Right, four four seconds in, four seconds out, five seconds in, three seconds out, whatever it is, just a sinuous pattern. Your brain will start to slow down. 
right? You can hook yourself up to like they call them use headsets. You can measure your brain waves uh, and you will just watch it go down and go down and go down. And then you'll start to feel. Yeah, when I have a little machine showing me something, I feel like I can control all this stuff better. Like a a blood pressure thing or so, I'm going to make it low. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got the type of brain that I can't believe something unless I can figure out why. I, I am a skeptical yeah. spiritualist. I like to back up the why with some something. I am that way too, yeah. Physics, science, right? Um, so when you make somebody aware of their body falling asleep, first thing you notice is the muscles behind your eyes relaxing. And then they go, okay. Now the muscles behind your ears will relax. Your jaw will relax. You'll notice the space formed between your teeth, a dryness in the lips, a wetness in the mouth, and the urge to swallow. They go, yep, and they swallow. Their brain is going all the way down into alpha, and their body is starting to fall asleep. You have them relax, and we call it progressive muscle relaxation. Muscles in the arms, down to the fingertips. And then we say, now pay attention to the feeling of the blood flowing in your fingertips. And you can actually feel your heartbeat. Like I'm doing everything that you're saying and I can feel them. Yeah, all of my fingertips. You are probably hyper suggestible, right? Just I'm sure I am. I'm naive too. <laughs> hyper suggestible is good. That just means you go into state easier. Yes. Right. But you get somebody to the point where their entire body's asleep and then you have them close their eyes. They're still listening to the sound of your voice, but their body's asleep. Their brain is in theta. And now you can begin to offer suggestions that are in alignment with their goals. I can't put you into hypnosis and convince you that the sky is green. It is not going to happen because you know that it's not true. But if you decide that you want to release the desire for tobacco, nicotine through the use of of vape, chew, or, or burnt tobacco, and that is in alignment with your goals, your conscious self, your unconscious self, Say, well, we'll say, okay, let, let's let this go and just be done with it. And then all of a sudden, when you open your eyes, you're a non-smoker or a non-vapor or a non-dipper. I love that. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, yeah. Or we say, I want to remember. I want to remember the life before this life. And the, yeah. the conscious self or the unconscious self will say, okay, right? Or whatever it is, if, if it is within the capacity of your mind to say yes, your mind will say yes if you push the right buttons. And that button is always done through altered states of consciousness. You have to slow down. What What do you know? I, mean, I don't know if this has to do with anything that would help or do anything with hypnosis. I had a mental stress test done where they measured my brain waves under stress, like sounds and stuff like that. And my right. gamma waves are like, all my waves are higher. All my stuff is like amped up. But my gamma waves like are all the time like uh-huh. a lot higher than, and they're not usually very active according to this chart I was looking at. And mine are a lot more it's so. Super conscious, right? Gamma waves are super consciousness. Um, there's, there's a gentleman named Dr. Joe Dispenza that talks a lot about accessing gamma consciousness, right? That, that's your higher spiritual consciousness. Our, our theta consciousness, our alpha consciousness is very much here centered. When we begin to go into gamma, we begin to go outward. Okay. Right? So, so meditations and breath work techniques. They said this was mean. bad, and I was like, "Well, they didn't tell me why." <laughs> you know, they said I was spaced out all the time, and that's what that meant. And I was like, "Well, yeah, but I'm in a good place." <laughs> you're you're spaced out good all the space. time with purpose. That's a good thing. <laughs> um, it's a nicer place to be. <laughs> yeah. It feels good. Right. And so so when our brain is in gamma, we release different chemicals, just like when our brain is in theta. Okay. Um, 
So you can't be an alpha or theta and feel anxiety at the same time or feel depression. Okay. The okay. The brain does not fire that way. Just like you, you can't be curious and anxious at the same time. Right. That so, so if somebody is suffering with chronic anxiety or just feeling a little anxiety about something, as soon as you start asking questions, that anxiety just goes, bloop, it's off. Gosh, that's great. I love right? that. Jesus. So, so, so curiosity is a creative state. Gamma is your creative way. And when okay. you allow yourself to get real curious, you allow yourself to get relaxed. I am very curious. Creative, right. Yeah. So, so, um, one of my teachers used to tell me to stay in the question, always be asking questions, right? Because that's what prompts growth. As soon as we think we know the answer, we stop growing. Stay in a question, mm -hmm. right? How do we stay yeah. grounded? Just be curious. I love that. That's like the best uh, advice. Stay curious. Be grounded. How to be grounded. Man, you know, right there, I think that's just like the best advice. I, I think that's like a brilliant place to like thank our sponsor because I mean, I'm just like, Wow, that's like perfect. I love that. That's what I'm going to name the podcast. I think <laughs> something like that, something around. That. But um, but before I thank the sponsor, where can we find you? Where can we know? Well, Everclear is the sponsor. I didn't know if you knew that, but Everclear yeah. is advice app and website everclear.com, and you can get advice from psychics and empaths to get the clarity you need to create the life you deserve. Yes, I am Lee on there. You deserve it. And what are you on there? What's your name on there? What are you? <laughs> I am under the screen name Ophiel, O-P-H-I-E-L, which is where you can find me on most social media platforms, Freighter Ophiel. Freighter means brother. I am your brother. You are my sister. We are all here together. Um, so Freighter Ophiel, uh, throw a dot in between there for TikTok and Instagram, and you can find me real easy. And listeners and watchers, I will put this in the description of the podcast. So you can just click, 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 hopefully if it works right. And um, I. Do you have any last advice for anybody? I mean, we've, we've covered so many interesting topics. I mean, especially, I, I don't even know what kind of advice to ask. You've already given the best advice, but we usually like to see if you have one last little bit. Misty, can you think of something to ask Kim for yeah, I, advice? Well, um, gosh, I gotta, I, I, I gotta think of where are we've gone. We've gone yeah, everywhere. I, I, yeah, I really really like um the, the last few things that, that you've said um especially with the uh past life regression and all that and getting hypnotized but uh, you know i love the advice on you know the breathing technique i'm going to use that one a lot is there anything else that will uh get us there besides the Matt, breathing what else any other absolutely. advice um so we can create anchor points in our body. We can use a trigger, okay? So so if you take anything away from this, you take your thumb and your forefinger and you put them together and you squeeze when you inhale and you release when you exhale. You just keep on doing that, squeezing together when you inhale and release when you exhale. Oh, that's nice. And can feel you yourself relax, right? And and when you're when you're focusing here and you're focusing on the tension here and you consciously relax, that feeling is going to flow throughout your body. Right? Oh, I see. Yeah. It's going up and you can stuff. do that anywhere. Yeah. Going into the horror that is Walmart, <laughs> driving your car through oh, Russia, amen. feeling stressed at work or in a confrontation with your spouse. If you are breathing and focusing on relaxation, relaxation will follow. Choose to stay relaxed because stress kills. It does. It does. Yeah. 
And it makes everyone around you like stress too. Because <laughs> they pick up on it. <laughs> yeah, we can all take that advice. That's perfect. That's great. It's a better world, wouldn't it? <laughs> it's great. When when we are relaxed, we are more aware. Right. When we're stressed, our focus becomes right here. We we go into a lane, right? That's why kids who are stressed in school have a hard time learning, right? Because they're mm-hmm. in fight or flight, right? But when we relax, we learn, we grow, rest and digest. Choose to stay rested. Choose to stay relaxed. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's I think that's I'll do. I need to get something left in you. I love yeah. that. Yeah, I'm doing that. <laughs> I need to try to relax more. I need to. And relaxation and, and just how to incorporate it into your life. Those are the tools that I love to teach people. It's how to be well, how to be relaxed, how to control your body through the power of your mind. Nathan, we would love to have you back and give us more ideas about how to stay relaxed. I need more ideas to how to relax because I have a a condition that keeps me in fight or flight all the time. It's hypermobile Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. And it does keep me in in that state of fight or flight. And I manage it pretty well, um, but sometimes I can't. So I'd love to have you back. I'm sure we have a lot of listeners who we know, uh, like guests have talked about anxiety, especially when they're younger, discovering what's going on, wondering what's going on. There's a lot of anxiety and stress and fight or flight. So if you'd like to come back and give us more techniques, we'd love to have you. I would absolutely be honored. You were a great speaker too. You're just amazing. So thank you so much. It was wonderful to join with you here today. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you. And listeners and watchers, Missy, I love you. Thank you, Missy. And thank thank you, you, listeners and watchers. We love you. And we will see you, I think, on Sunday. I think that's what's happening, Missy. I think that's the next. We might see you sooner. We might pop out of nowhere and have another podcast. Oh, and lastly, in the Rustic Psychic School app, I did list the tarot class and the palmistry class. The tarot class will be on Wednesday, not tomorrow, but next week of Wednesday at six o'clock Central Time PM. And the palmistry class will be on Saturday at 2 p.m. following on Saturday the 20th, I think. I think I got that right. We'll see. It's it's written down in the app if you want to go look in the available classes section. And they're $30 a class. So everybody, uh, we love you. Hope to see you in one of those classes. And if not, we'll see you in a podcast pretty soon. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. Peace out.